Welcome to The Female Red Zone, a podcast dedicated to sharing insights from women who have made an indelible mark in business and the path they took to soar. Welcome to The Female Red Zone. This is Mary Beth Kuzmeski. Today I'm interviewing Sheila Anderson. Sheila is a certified corporate image consultant transforming the persona of corporate professionals across the country. Her expertise enables executives at any level to polish every facet of their image, which I, I love that, um, and I love the work that you do. An image includes appearance and attire, um, behavior, body language, verbal, written. Image is really everything, and so I'm really excited to have Sheila on this call, but a little bit more about her. She has over 20 years of experience in the corporate world. She's also a trained professional model through Professional Image Model and Talent Agency in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And she really has a keen understanding of how to present yourself in the best possible way, whether it's a photo shoot or a TV commercial or on stage or for a modeling job. And, and an interesting note about Sheila is that she was actually the first runner-up in the 2012 Mrs. South Dakota America pageant. And she also served as a judge uh, in later years. So Thank you so much, Sheila, for being on the call with us today. It's such an honor to be speaking with you, Mary Beth. Thanks for having me. So I know that I shared uh, with you when we met in person and I talked about my work with an image consultant who had recommended that uh, of all the crazy things in the entire world that I would wear red. My company's name is Red Zone Marketing. Uh, I don't know why I didn't think about that, but I just, I didn't like red. I didn't have red. But this image consultant said, you know, you not only need to wear red, it needs to be specific, a specific red that matches your logo. And that's how people are going to remember you. And I thought, I think this woman might be a little bit crazy. But then I thought about it. And I thought, well, maybe it's me that's crazy for not deciding that using red and having red lipstick is actually going to be more memorable than the last name Kosmeski. And so I'm a big fan of image consultants and, and being able to, to help people present themselves well. And I'm looking and very interested in finding out some tips from you today. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, that is a great story. And people don't realize how, how they look and how they present themselves and there's so much more to their image than just how, how they look and present themselves. But how you tie that into who you are as a person and how the world sees you. And if you have, you know, personal branding is such a big thing nowadays. And it's such a buzzword. But it's so true that if you tie in who you are in everything that you do, then it becomes more you. It, it becomes more memorable, like you said. Well, yes. Yeah. So I'll, you know, I speak and do all of this and I always have a, a red suit on when I'm speaking. And, you know, with the last name Kosmeski, we're finding that a lot of people aren't Google searching Kosmeski, for instance, after a presentation. But we know that there's a lot of people Google searching on a regular basis, red zone woman or red zone lady. And, you know, tying in that red color and it's just <laughs> whatever it takes, right? Whatever it takes. But, right. you know, some people think and I want to say that maybe men think this more than women, but, you know, I don't really care what I look like. You're going to like me for the content that I have. You're going to like me for the ideas that I'm presenting or for the work that I'm doing. It's not about the image that's superficial. What would you say to that? That can be true, but everyone must realize that we all judge people, no matter if we like to admit it or not. We all do it. It's automatic and we do it in seven seconds. And so it'd be really great if the world would know, hey, I really enjoy, I really appreciate what Mary Beth has done in 
the corporate world, but a lot of people maybe don't know your skill set when they first meet you. They don't know much about you. Most of the times that we meet people face-to-face or now we meet people digitally. You know, we Google them or we see their Twitter profile or LinkedIn profile. And so we make a snap judgment about their credibility, um, their level of authority, their status, their marital status, even their sexual status, uh, how much money you make. We make all these snap judgments in just seven seconds by looking immediately at somebody. Yeah, I, you know, I've read a lot about this. Uh, Malcolm Gladwell wrote a book called Blink, which is, you know, exactly about what you're what you're talking about. And it was a, you know, international bestselling book. It's almost like it's a, it's a new concept, but it's not. I mean, we know it's true that we judge, but we just think, but how important really is it? And, and I'd not, you know, I, I think that it's, I think that it's really important for men and women equally. I also would suggest that maybe, and in my experience, maybe is clouding my judgment on this, is that maybe it's more important for women to pay attention to the way that they are presenting themselves. I'm not just talking about the way that they look, but everything about the presentation from Mm -hmm. the body language to the clothing to everything, because maybe people are more judgmental of women than of men. And I don't know if that's true. Maybe that's just in my mind, but can you comment on that? Well, well, they are more judgmental of women. And you find that very much in the boardroom or in corporate America, where women are fighting for positions that men have. And you have this whole equality thing going on. And, but women have to, they feel like they have to prove themselves more. And they need to be noticed in a different way. And for men, they already have had, they've been in the corporate world a long time. You can put on a suit and tie or just a sport coat. And it's simple. For women, it feels like you have so many more choices and Lost my train of thought where I was going with that very bad. <laughs> well, but but I but I hear what you're saying. So yeah, we have so many different choices. We've got jewelry and colors, yeah. and uh, are we going to be loud or are we going to blend in, and all of these uh-huh. sorts of things. And and men seem to have it, it may be easier for them. I don't know. Again, I, I I'm not a man, so I don't really know. But it seems like well, they can you know choose a tie, and that would be like something mm-hmm. they could have that would be very creative. But you know, they're not wearing an orange suit. Uh, or a red suit, and women have all these other choices like you talked about. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And you're right. Men just, they can, their choice is pretty limited. And women, there's much more that they have to worry about. I mean, their grooming habits and, and how much, you know, makeup is proven. You make more money if you wear makeup. You don't have to have a lot of makeup on. But, I mean, that's just another level of grooming that men don't have to worry about. And hairstyle. I mean, men... They have some hairstyles, but women, you have long hair, you have short hair, you have, is it current? Is it, I mean, there's so much more to it. And then being in the boardroom, and we talk about your appearance and what you're wearing, but there's also like color psychology, color of clothes that you wear and what message that sends. And if you're meeting with somebody and you need to have a, um, you want to have power over them. I mean, you know, you talked about wearing that color red. I mean, there's a lot that goes into what you can wear on the outside that can help project the message that you want to send. So very often I talk to uh, managers when they have to have difficult conversations with their employees and if they have to do a performance review with them. And I talk to them about the different colors they can put on that day and how that will help enhance their message. So there's so many aspects of, 
you know, it's what you wear, the color you wear, and we'll talk about this probably later. What are the words you're choosing? The first 12 words people speak when they meet someone are the most important. And you think about 12 words, wow. <laughs> Hmm. That's that's not a lot of words, but the first 12 words you speak are the most important. And so people just need to realize that there's, you know, when I say I'm a corporate image consultant, everybody always says, oh, I didn't, you know, I, they apologize immediately for what they're wearing. <laughs> and, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm, you know, a part of me wants to say, I don't care what you're wearing, but you should care what you're wearing. Um, right. It, it, but but you, you need to feel, you know, we've all put on clothing and we know when it doesn't maybe feel right to us. And then it kind of affects your whole day. So if I'm, you know, if I'm in yoga pants all day or, you know, dressed down, that kind of affects your attitude and people forget that. I mean, you have corporations that struggle with business casual policy or their dress code policy and how you dress affects your attitude. And, you know, I mean, like I said, if you put on yoga pants that day and you're kind of dressed down, your attitude kind of becomes more relaxed or, or I want to say lazier. But if you dress up in the best clothes that you have, I'm not saying that you have to go buy a Prada, Prada shoes and Tom Ford suit, which it would all be awesome to have that. But when you put on the best thing that you have in your closet, you get an attitude and you feel good about it. And, you know, there's just something about like, oh. You know, you feel like you can conquer the world. And then the words you use that day change because of how you feel. How you treat people changes because of how you feel. You feel good, so you're treating other people really, you know, well. Yeah, exactly. Now, before you mentioned uh, that you advise people on what to wear when they're delivering or maybe having a, a difficult conversation with someone with an employee uh -huh. or something. So what, uh, what should we be wearing if we have to deliver bad news or, or have a difficult conversation with someone? Well, red is not a good color to wear if you have to deliver a <laughs> message because it, because it, well, it depends on the message. So red is a very powerful color um, and it, and it can create some anger. So, but it also is very powerful. So if you have to have a, it depends on the conversation. If you have to talk to somebody about their behavior and it's not appropriate for the workplace, Red probably is going to be okay because you're you're the one that needs to be have the authority on that topic that you're talking about. If you want to talk to somebody about gain respect from them or be on equal playing field or win them over, if you're in sales, blue is always really good. You know, it's very relatable. It's uh, if you watch the presidential um, debates have been fascinating for me this year because I'll watch the different colors of ties that people are wearing. For example, and I'm going I'm to pull out some names here, but Deb Bush, Donald Trump had labeled him as low energy. Well, he was always in kind of a blue tie because it was just really, you know, that, that's not a real high energy color like red is. And, and I kept thinking, oh, my gosh, just put on a red tie. That's going to help you with your, <laughs> it's going to help you feel more powerful. Maybe it will help you be perceived as more powerful. And we're going to elect somebody that we feel can do the job, but image plays a role in that. You know, Hillary Clinton has an image consultant. She has got a couple of them. So anyway, going back to the color thing, yellow is a real playful color, so it's not very good in the corporate world. And if you want to talk to somebody about negotiating money, people think green is the best color to wear for that because they think the color of 
money is green and it's not the best color to wear. I mean, blue is a much better color to wear if you want to win somebody over to your side of thinking. Interesting. So red can cause anger. This is not good for me, but. Well, <laughs> and it also can make you hungry. Oh, perfect. <laughs> yeah, it, you know what, it raises, what the deal is, is red raises your level of your blood pressure. It raises blood pressure. So that's what that's what the color red does. I have red in my logo as well, and I wear red a lot. I'm just pretty mindful of who am I going to see that day? What's my message going to be to those people? So I think about that, and okay, I'm, my message to these people, I need to be the one in power. Okay, then I'm going to throw on red. If I need to be more relatable to them, um, I'm going to probably put on blue versus red. I might pop a little red, but I'm not going to be in fully red. You know, these are not hard and fast rules, and what I teach people or when I work with my clients it's like I want you to learn all the rules but then we can break them but I want you to know them but we can break them to make them more to make it more you because I don't want to change anybody into something they're not I just want to enhance them so how do you do that when you work with someone who says you know what I I I think I might need just to refresh my image or you know have somebody look at that how how do you what's your process for working with somebody to determine what their image you know perhaps should be so I have them go through a an assessment and I have answer several questions on what do they like about their image now what do they feel like they need help with I talk to them ask them questions about their body what do you like about your body what don't you like about your body it's kind of interesting how men can come up with several things like right off the bat. And women are like, I can't think of anything I like about my body because we're so judgmental about our bodies. Women tend to be. There are some men, but mostly women. So I go through this whole long questionnaire and then I talk to them about their, what's their lifestyle? What are their career goals? So I make them really think about who they are and what they want to become and find what that disconnect is between where they're at now and where they want to be. And then we evaluate this assessment, and then I help them come up with, uh, it's a personal branding aspect. What one word do you want to be known by? If someone says, Sheila Anderson, what's the one word I want in, come into people's minds? And that's, that can be really challenging to come up with. You know, what's your one word? What do you want to be known for? And every industry has a keyword. If I tell you, attorney, you have already thought of what an attorney looks like in your mind. You're thinking somebody in a suit, probably a tie, not overly flashy. You know, you're kind of already have that mental picture. If I say a teacher, you kind of have a picture in your mind of what that teacher looks like. So every industry has, I want to say a uniform, but it's kind of their corporate uniform of what you think that looks like. And so we come up with your personal keyword and then if you're working in a corporation, I'll research that corporation and figure out probably what their keywords are. And then we help, then I help you meld yourself into that, what their keyword is for that corporation. But I don't diminish who you are. Yeah, I think that's important so, because it's got to be authentic, right? Yeah, absolutely has to be authentic. Absolutely. I just have people compare themselves all the time to other people. And I just say, you have to stop comparing yourself. You have to do it. And this is why I tell entrepreneurs, you have to do it your way. You can, you can drive yourself absolutely crazy 
looking at, well, this person's doing it this way, or that person's doing it this way, or this person wears this to the meeting, and that person has that purse, so now I should probably go out and buy that brand, and oh, look at those shoes, I should probably get those, because they're, that person's successful, and you can't do that. I mean, it's, you can look at what they're doing, have to do what's right for you, and you have to be absolutely authentic. Yeah, exactly. Now, back to something you said earlier, you were talking about 12 words. So talk to us a little bit about those, the 12 words that make that first impression and what maybe they should consist of. I mean, obviously they're going to be, everyone's words are going to be different, but what do we have to think about as it relates to those 12 words? Well, and think about when you, when you first are introducing yourself, what are you saying about yourself? So if you and I were to meet for the first time, which we did in Boston, when I ask you, you know, what do you do? You should be able to say what do you, you know, you should be able to say what you do in 12 words. And they should be able to get some type of a picture of who you are as a person in those first 12 words that you speak. So, for example, if people ask, what do I do? I tell them I create influence through image, elevating your impact. Oh, well, how do you do that? You have to figure out how can I explain myself or who I am in the first couple sentences that I speak to somebody. Right. So it's the words you use. It's uh-huh. the, it's what you're wearing. It's what you mm-hmm. look like. It's what your body language is about. Talk a little bit about body mm-hmm. language. What do we mm-hmm. want to make sure that we're thinking about as it relates to body language? Cause I know for, for me, I, I sometimes will see a picture. I'm like, Oh, I was doing that. Like you don't even know sometimes what your body language is. Right. Yes. So some of the eye contact is obviously very important. We've all heard that. So maintaining that eye contact, and if you have a really hard time doing that with people, start counting the blinks of the person that you're talking to. Ooh, that's a good <laughs> that's strategy. Just, that's, that's, kind of a, that's a way just to just kind of be focused in on their eyes. And turn your body fully towards the person you're talking to because that shows that you're interested in them. Um, you can also, you know, when you shake hands, you have kind of know the handshakes, but it's that three pumps and then you're kind of done. Women do this a lot, but they'll, they'll touch their hair or they'll touch their face, and that can diminish your power. So you don't want to be doing that when you're talking. To, if you're, when you're talking business in the corporate world, you don't want to be doing that. And then fidgeting in meetings, that can diminish your power and your credibility as well. Just, you know, not, don't be doing a ton of fidgeting. Uh, I'm trying to think of some other things here that we can uh, have yeah, I guess handshake. Fidgeting probably makes you seem like you're nervous or something, right? Right, right, right. And it's a distraction. It's a distraction. You also have very often you'll see men do that, expand their space. If they're especially in a meeting, they'll come in and on the table and they'll put out their papers and they kind of take up all the space with their papers and their pencils and their pen and their briefcase. And then they sit in their chair and they lean back and then they do, you know, have their legs open more or they'll cross their leg over their knee and and then they'll lean back in the chair and they'll put their arms behind their head and, and they'll kind of lean back. So what they're doing is showing confidence and showing that they want to be in the one in control of that meeting. And they're just showing power because they're taking up all this space. And a lot of times women will come in and we'll just we'll have our stuff in a neat little pile in front of us and, you know, we'll kind of um, sink into our chairs and maybe we'll cross our arms or we'll put our, you know, we'll cross our legs and we'll just, we'll kind of like take up the least amount of space and that can diminish our power as well. So 
just kind of be mindful of that. Start watching that when you're in meetings and people that are taking up all this space and people that just kind of, you know, settle in and don't want to take up a ton of space. Yeah, it definitely makes sense. Very interesting. Mm -hmm. All of this is Mm -hmm. very interesting. And, you know, some of it we know subconsciously. Sometimes we Mm -hmm. know it very consciously. And other times we just, you know, are just not thinking about it at the moment. You know, I'll see see a picture where, you know, my shoulders are kind of hunched over as opposed to, you know, putting them back and and showing this confidence and all of this. And and it's just those little things of being aware. And I I really Mm -hmm. appreciate your comments and, and what you've shared with us today. Um, how can people reach you, Sheila? How can they find out more about Image Power Play, your company, and, and how to reach you? Social media? Right. So you can reach me at my website at imagepowerplay.com. I'm very active on Twitter, and it's at Image Power Play. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Pinterest. I'm on Google+. Uh, so there's most of it's all under Image Power Play. Excellent. Well, I think it's a... Uh, worthwhile place to check out and see what you're talking about because we all like I said can use some reminders and uh bringing the awareness towards you know what what our image is and and making it as best as we possibly can so thank you so much for joining us today on the female red zone well thank you for having me I enjoyed my conversation with you and from the female red zone this is Mary Beth Kazmaski Thanks for listening to The Female Red Zone, a podcast dedicated to sharing insights from women who have made an indelible mark in business and the path they took to soar. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.